In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me that you want to grow. So I would applaud you as a man in the arena that you are wanting to grow your listeners podcast. You are you are heading in the right direction. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with my partner in crime, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? Doing great. It's good to be back in the studio. Back from Hawaii. Yeah, it's so much better in Oregon. Yeah, we just got back last night at 2 in the morning. You got back the week before. Yeah. So for those guys who don't know, so Dale came over. My, I took my 25-year-old son for his birthday on an Axis deer hunt at a friend's place and had a good time. I We ended up coming home with six deer, and uh, we killed four. And a friend of mine who's a guide gave us two because he... he <laughs> They have 30,000 axis deer on this island, and he shot 997 last year, recorded and documented. <laughs> He's paid to be a, quote, population control guy, and so he gave us a couple. So we came home with uh, six, and one of our, then another week later, uh, a good friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine, came out for his 50th birthday, and he killed a... He killed the big boy, so uh, he's excited. So we're yeah. going to be back and in yeah. the studio, and we recorded a couple podcasts in Lanai, and so those might have been a little bit rough, but with your editing skills, I'm sure they're awesome. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> that one with Jim Whitmer was a great podcast. In fact, you guys really need to listen to this because there are no excuses. There are no excuses <laughs> with you when it comes to your dad. Yeah. You can't make an excuse about how bad your dad was or you had no dad because if Jim Whitmore could be where Jim Whitmore is with a dad he had, I'll tell you what, you need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. But it was from from a podcasting standpoint, it was a nightmare because I couldn't see him. His the 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 Wi Fi was horrible. <laughs> it was just really, really tough. So whatever you did, you did your magic, man. So hey, so do you have a man law today? I do. And I, I was watching uh a graduation commencement ceremony where Tim Allen spoke at this morning. You've talked about this before, and I just want to say it again. Stop focusing on what you don't want to hit or to be, and you need to focus on what you want to become or where you want to go. And it's that, what is that, the target fixation? Yeah. Is what that, you know, yeah. when you get fixed on it and you're freaking out about it and you end up hitting the thing. And so I, I just that to me I thought was super inspiring to hear that once again and yeah and we need to focus on that. That's a good point. I remember mountain biking one time. There's a, a rock in the trail, and I know that rock is still there, 
<laughs> it was it was like it was like one of those rocks. It was it was like a boulder, but just the tip of it was on the trail, and I tried to avoid that thing. And I hit that thing and endoed, endoed over end. And uh, actually, it's in the bathroom book for men in, in the book I wrote. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's just uh, if you don't, if you whatever you fixate on, you're gonna hit it. Well, and every time I golf, if there's water nearby, dude, it's going in. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know it's interesting because I think that goes with things like the news. Like if I'm gonna focus on, I found myself focusing on a certain political bent that I have, uh-huh. and I've been realizing lately it's really hurting me. In fact, I sent, got ready to send a blog, the blog from last week. I kind of went off, and thank God it was caught by our digital marketing person. We pulled it because uh, I try to keep my political views out of things, but sometimes I get so frustrated with what's going on, I just can't help it. So I'm glad I had somebody out there who had my back, and that was yeah. good. So, hey, uh, that's a great one, though, Dale. So want to get in the meat of the podcast. And I was thinking about this last night that – and I know we've mentioned this before, and I, I know I talk about this aspect a lot, but men are the leaders of their family. Mm-hmm. They are the leaders of the household. I say that because they may not be the leader in the home. You know, Usually the women want to decorate the home and do all that, but of, when it comes to the household, when it comes to the humans within that home, you're the leader. And so the, the leader has to be a guy who is the tip of the spear. He's leading the way. He's directing. He's navigating. And so for me... A verse that I hold on to very closely as a leader, as a Christian man, is Philippians 1.6. Now, you may say this isn't a leadership verse, but to me it is. It says, For I am confident of this very thing. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And for me, that speaks to a, a life of growth. And so what I will say to you guys, we're going to do this week and next week's equipping. We'll both be on this same topic. So this week I want to say this. Leaders are learners. Leaders are readers. I want to repeat that. Leaders are learners. Leaders are readers. So next week, I'm going to teach the guys how to read a book. Because I think a lot of guys don't dive into book reading because they don't know how to read a book. They see 200 pages and they say, man, I can't do this. And I think you can do this. And so as a leader, you need to be a reader. You need to be a learner. And so just to give you a little backstory, and I think a lot of you guys know this, I think since about 1997, I have read 20 to 50 books a year. Normally, it's about 20 to 30, and then since we launched the Man the Reading podcast, I bet I'm reading 45 to 50 books a year. So right now, as we sit, it is June, is it June 10th? June 10th, and June 10th, I've I've read 26 books, and I'm getting ready to finish a 27th book. Now, when I say I'm reading books, let me say this, 90% of those books I'm reading are nonfiction, so they're books about fact. So these are so the nonfiction books, in my opinion, are tougher to work through because those are like a self-help or spiritual a guidance. You know, nonfiction books are books I've got my pen in my hand, I'm marking it up, I'm taking notes. Where fiction books are super, super easy. Like we just got back from Hawaii, and I downloaded uh, some books on my Kindle on my iPad, and while I was in the tree stand, I was just reading, and I like to read like dystopia type of books, books about apocalyptic books, you know, kind of end of the, you know, kind of doomsday stuff. I I enjoy that stuff. And so I was reading that. And and so I think I read six books in the last week and a half. (laughs) So, so that's kind of where, so I, I'm a reader and I, and so I want to say this to guys that if you're not a reader, I'm going to help you right now. Now I want to say, I want to say this, Dale, I keep getting books in the mail from guys who are writing books. They're writing their first, you know, we, our podcast is popular and we got a lot of guys, they know that we interview authors 
So really what we're doing with a podcast is I'm reading the book and I'm handing the book's meat and potatoes to you guys, the men in the arena, on a silver platter. Like, you'll always quote books. I'm like, you didn't even read that book, Dale. And you're like, yeah, but you did the podcast on it, and I remember that quote. So I'm serving this up to guys on a silver platter. But if you're going to send me a book, and it's the first book you've written, I just want to give you a little bit of advice. Do not send me a book about your poor life or your rough life or your life. Do you know why I don't want to see that, Dale? Because I, I really don't care. I know that sounds mean. I don't care. And here's the other thing. The men who are listening to this podcast don't care about how hard your life is. What they care about is how to help them in the arena and in the battle. So I, I, got a, I had a book from a guy who was, you know, I get a military guy or this guy who was a, his spiritual journey. We've all got that. It's not different than, from anybody else's. So I don't want to hear about it. You know, if you're going to write a book, write a book about something that's going to really help people. And generally speaking, unless you're, you know, Marcus Luttrell and the Lone Survivor, your story is not going to really help people. So write a book that has content beyond your personal story. That's just a little bit mm-hmm. of advice for guys. I, you know, I've written nine books so far, and I think that's really important. People don't care about you. They want, they want, in fact, Dale, you and I are really good about engaging people in conversation. Yeah. How often do people ask you about you in conversation? Uh, very little. Yeah. They, they, because they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They care about themselves. And so it's the same thing with a book. People are naturally selfish. And so if you're going to write a book, write a book for someone else. Don't write it for your own cathartic needs. So, okay. So that being said, here's what I want to tell you guys this. So if you guys are struggling with reading, I'll tell you, you're on the right track right now because you're listening to this podcast. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me that you want to grow. So I would applaud you as a man in the arena that you are wanting to grow your listeners podcast. You are you are heading in the right direction. So I'm going to give you the easy way to be a, a reader. Are you ready, Dale? Do you want I'm to know ready. what it is? Because you're it. not you're not a guy who reads a lot of books, right? What do you read? A couple a year? Yeah. Okay. Probably three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys how to be a great reader instantly. You ready? Audiobooks. Audiobooks. <laughs> audiobooks. I know a couple guys, they just put the audiobooks and they read 20, 30 books a year. Listen to They them. plug them in and drive. Yeah. yeah. In fact, we need to start doing audiobooks with our resources because our guys are in the arena and really I need to target them better. So I need to work on this audiobook thing a little you bit. Get Sean Connery to read those. For I'm just you. such a poor public reader. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so audiobooks and so the Meta podcast. And I'm going to say this. As far as your Bible is concerned, so next week I'm going to teach you how to read a book. But as far as your Bible is concerned, it's very, very simple. I'm just going to give you a really easy acrostic, R-E-A-D. It's so simple. R-E-A-D, your Bible. Take a paragraph in your Bible. Take a verse in your Bible. Take a small section in your Bible. It does not have to be a big section. And read it, R. Read through it like five or ten times. Just read it like you would read a a book. Just read it. Read it, read it, read it like you're in English class, your junior of high school, and just figure out, okay, what's the subject here? What's this guy trying to get across in this paragraph? So read it for context. Read. R. Read it for context. Read it ten times, which you can do that really quick. E. Examine every punctuation mark, every word, Every, 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 everything. Examine everything in that small section. And while you're examining, 
which is the letter E, I want you to go to A, which is ask questions about the passage. Why was it written? Who was it written to? What's he trying to say here? Why is this here? What were the people thinking when they read it? You know, where where was this letter sent or this passage? What you know, what is the what is this what is going on here? So if you're examining every aspect of the passage and if you're asking questions about every aspect, that's R E A. D is simply this, just discover a nugget. Walk away every day with a little nugget of truth. What you learned about that passage, maybe tell it to a couple people so you can remember it. And man, guys, it's super, super simple because you're the man. You need to know the Word of God better than anybody else in your family. So get on it. Read that Bible. Read those books. And guys, I'm excited next week during our equipping episode to tell you and to teach you how to read a book, a paper book, how to read a paper book, and get the most out of it. I think you're going to be really excited about that. So Dale, what's up, man? Bring us home. Yeah, guys, I want you to head on over to meninthearena.org and order your copy of Jim's newest book, the Amazon bestseller, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, and leave us a review on this podcast. And also, we'd love for you to leave a review on that book in Amazon. Yes. That will help us a ton. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.